Let's hear the other side. Guys of Reddit, what's the creepiest thing a girl has ever said to you? I remember one time this one girl who was oddly talkative in my options and fixed income class kept talking and asking me about my personal life. Then, when she added me as a Facebook friend, there was a message with it that said, found you, smiley face, pretty uncomfortable. I was talking to a girl on the phone who at the time was messed up on painkillers and started relating to me a story about how when she was seven, she pushed a girl into a pool and watched her drown. Her grandma came home, found out about it, and told her to tell the police it was an accident. That should have been a warning sign right there. I kept some of your hair. 20-year high school reunion. Copied from an email I received from a stalker seven years ago. When you and her have your baby, rest assured, I'll be the one that raises it. Ha <laughs> No! When I was about 17 years old, I worked at a cafeteria and some girls, 11 and 13, were chasing me for weeks. They even waited in front of my door when I had to go to work to chase me all the way up there. One day I was working and the cafeteria was full with people when the 11-year-old girl said, When can I give you head? Everyone instantly looked at me. Uncomfortable isn't even the right word to describe my feelings at that moment. Ugh, I thought I had nothing to contribute until you reminded me. Back in middle school when I was maybe 13 or so, I used to go to a pretty large school, roughly grades 5 to 12, all in the same interconnected complex of buildings. That meant there was always a huge number of students milling around the place during lunch break, and since it was a quite large area, you were often surrounded by strangers. Anyway, at one point I heard through the grapevine, which, as a social outcast, was nothing I was terribly familiar with, that this girl a grade or two below me liked me. Being socially inept, I just checked that the girl was pretty, noticed she wasn't, and ignored the whole thing. Well, the girl didn't take being ignored for long. She got her cousin, who was more or less the bully of my grade, to pay me a visit with his cronies, pick me, and carry me to go see her one lunch period. They literally half-dragged, half-carried me across the whole school complex to see this girl and held me there while we talked. Imagine your worst early teen conversation where one party is shyly talking to her crush and the other is awkwardly trying to put her off, all while being physically restrained and watched by bullies. I suppose this doesn't really compare to the trauma of being propositioned by an 11-year-old when you're 17, but oh man was it awkward. Sadly, subsequent girls have been far less forward. Making out with the girl I was seeing, lightly slide my hand up her chest, and as my hand is going to caress her neck, she grabs it around her neck and forces me to choke her, which is fine. She then proceeded to call out her brother's name, which I assume was less fine. This happened to a friend of mine I was living with. I won't go into it, but the situation we were in demanded we shared a bunk bed. We had a rule that we could bring girls home so long as we kept the noise down. One night, while sleeping, my friend brings this girl home with him. I woke up to them coming in as they went up to his bunk to start messing around. I hear the typical stuff at first. Lip smacks, heavy breathing, some moaning. Then it happened. I hear the girl whisper to my friend the words, Are you down with the funk? In retrospect, my friend says he said yes because the chick was hot and he didn't want to ruin the night. So he says, Yeah baby, I'm down with the funk for sure. Almost immediately, the girl takes off her panties, stands up on the bunk, turns around, squats, and takes a dump. Right on his chest. Luckily for him, it wasn't the messy sort, but as you can imagine, the guy lost his crap. No pun intended. He tossed her off the bunk and started screaming for a girl to get the heck out of his house. Meanwhile, I'm on the bottom bunk laughing my butt off. So, not really the creepiest thing a woman's ever said, but now you know what the funk is. This has ruined my perception of funk music forever. I was over at her dorm room, and after we got done with our business, I spotted a bottle of my cologne on her desk. I asked her about it, and she said she sprayed it around to make her room smell like me. Okay. Next week, she gets into my car, makes a big <sighs> sound, and says, Oh, hmm, smells like you in here. She started rubbing herself. No joke. 
en route to Kroger. Okay. Few weeks later, at her dorm room, I decide to get a little nosy. I find the following. 1. Aforementioned bottle of cologne. 2. Two pairs of my dirty undies, not left by me. 3. Pair of my dirty socks, again, not left by me. And this freaked me out more than anything for some reason. Number 4. Envelope with what I can only assume to be, drumroll, my body hair in it. Not okay. I break up with her over ICQ, the good old days. She informs me that she left a bag in my apartment. It's under my bed. In said bag is a bunch of completely random crap with Kmart tags still on it. It was obviously a plant, meant to force us to have an awkward post-breakup makeup reunion. Nay, says I. Got my army buddy to drive me over to her dorm in his Ford Festiva. I saw her on the curb waiting, crying. I launched that bag out the window and we took off as fast as that Festiva would go. Never did see if the bag hit her, but... Given its trajectory, it's highly likely. For those who will want to know, the cologne I was wearing was Old Spice. I was dating a girl called Allison. My grandma is also called Allison. I had mentioned that I found it a little weird that they had the same name, so once as we were screwing, she asked, Does this make you think of your grandma? It didn't. Until then. I once went to a ski resort where people of different nationalities were there. A young Chinese girl introduced herself to me the day I was leaving and asked for my number, so I gave it to her. She called me about a week later and asked me if I wanted to go over to her place for a dinner party. I thought to myself, sure, why not? So I turn up with some booze and find about two dozen young Chinese girls and no guys. None of the girls spoke any English except the girl who invited me. They sat me down at the end of the table, spoke in Chinese all night while looking in my direction and giggled all the way through. I had no idea what they were saying. At the end of the night, the hostess asked me if I would be so kind to pose for individual photos with each one of them separately. I hesitated but went along with it. They giggled hysterically throughout, and still only spoke Chinese. No idea what the heck that was all about, but I got seriously creeped out. Edit. No banging involved, those girls were young. I'm a regular guy. Only thing I can think of is they thought maybe I looked like someone famous, though I don't think I do. Okay, some people are making a big thing about the booze thing. In Australia, it's traditional to bring some wine when invited to a dinner party. Also here, the legal drinking age is 18. The girl I met was no younger than 18, I thought, so it was all cool. I was in my mid-twenties then, so by young, I meant they were too young for me, though technically it would have been perfectly legal. I'm no predator, I just like girls to be around my age, but not younger by a huge margin. Also, the hostess told me none of them ever drank alcohol, which made me think that they were slightly on the innocent side. Unrelated, but I can't even read half of these because they're so messed up. For example, a girl I hadn't even dated carved my initials into her ankle. She received no wahoo. Had a girl request me to break into her apartment, make her hot chocolate in her kitchen while she's scared in her bedroom, and then come in and bang her. You know this was all just a ruse to get you to make her a hot chocolate, right? I had a girl I once kissed at a party proceed to send me pictures of her crying, half-naked, and makeup smeared all over her face Joker-style. She won't stop calling me or sending random pictures of herself with distressed or angry face. This has been going on for three months now. Hmm. This is a toss-up between, look at these, before showing me hundreds of bits of paper the girl had written my name on over and over again when we'd been out once, or the time I woke up from a lovely Wahoo dream to find my girlfriend gripping my member and asking me over and over again, who do you think I am? Do you want all your stuff back? After we broke up, I had not given her anything. She had stolen it all over time. She had it couriered to me. We then ended up having pillow talk a few months later over email. I found out later that it was her sister mailing. And this stuff she sent back was a photo album entirely filled with pictures of me sleeping. Good times. I had to borrow a girl's computer once for a group project in college. I got to the group meeting and there was a password. I called her and after 10 minutes, she finally gave me the password, which was her first name and my last name. 
Okay, but low-key, that's kind of sweet. Your lips looked dry while you were sleeping, so I licked them for you. <laughs> Wife and I were in town with our son, visiting my parents when an old high school friend, she was only ever a friend, came by to meet my wife and two-year-old son. After we all sat and talked for a few hours, and what after felt like a pretty normal night of company, we all got up to say goodnight, and the friend hugged my wife goodbye, then turned to me, grasped me very firmly into a hug, kissed me on the lips, then whispered into my ear, Your son should have been ours. I love you. Then turned around like it was totally normal and waved goodbye to us and left. My wife didn't see or hear any of it, and I never told her. She thinks the girl is a decent person and will never see her again. I love you with all of my heart. Let's run away and get married. Not creepy yet? I was 12. She was 42. Not directly to me, but a friend of mine's mom referred to me as a tasty little snack when I was 15. And no, she was not a MILF. Not even close. I went to a football game with this girl. Afterwards, I went to meet her dad, which was already kind of weird. He said to her, is this the boy you've been talking about for the past three months? I had known the girl for four days. So I did this chick that lived near me, only a few times over a few days. She got really attached to the point of freaky, so I backed off. Within a month, she was at a mental institution. Two weeks after that, she gets back and happens to be sitting with her mom outside when I got home from work so I could either ignore her completely or interact. I greeted them nicely and asked how she was, not mentioning where she just was. She stared at me for like a minute straight with the most blank, creepy face I've ever seen and finally said something. Are you the one that was controlling my mind? Nope, 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 nope. I can poop bigger than you can, as she began dropping her pants. To be fair, we were only three or four years old at the time behind my parents' garage. And though I lost that contest, I married her years later and have since upped my game. I was literally almost inside of this girl and some intimate talk is going on and she whispers, You know why I've always liked you? I asked why and she said, You remind me of my dad. I still banged her, but I didn't call her for a while after that. Girl I had slept with two times without knowing her or her friends. We were neighbors. My friends saw you at Bar X on Saturday. I thought you said you weren't going out. How did they know it was me? I never met any of your friends. They've seen pictures. Pictures of what? Of you sleeping. Did anybody else get reminded of that overly attached girlfriend meme from like 12 years ago or was that just me? In a big group of people. Could I have some vodka? You've had way too much. I'll give you head for some vodka. I'm good. I'll do it anyway. She told me she wanted to be the father of our children. Let that sink in for a bit. This one's a bit of a long one, and it's kind of gross, so just a fair warning. I'm 20. A pretty sort of rock and roll 24-year-old girl asks me out at the spring this past summer. I say yes. We have a decent date. She says she's leaving the next morning for New York City for a month's time. I figure this means she wants purely to use me for Wahoo because she asked me to come over at 1230 at night and has been out drinking with friends. I say yes. She comes over. We have fun. She was uncoordinated and spoke atrocities while we did this awfully clumsy mushing. The worst I've ever experienced, blame on her behalf. After, I expect her to believe because she's verbalized that she has a flight at 10am, but no, she lingers. For hours. Until well past 5am. I can't bring myself to hint that she should leave, so I go with it. Lying naked next to me, breaking a long silence of hours in which I've fallen asleep, she wakes me and says, When I was 12 to 15 years old, demons would try and enter my spirit, my soul, late at night while I slept. It wasn't sleep paralysis, I know so. You can imagine the terror as my eyes grew wide and I grew rigid, staring at the ceiling above me in the blackened room. She continues, They succeeded once, and I became possessed. I couldn't control myself. I started hurting myself and becoming intimately violent. Sometimes, I think they're coming back for me. I want you to hurt me so they can't. 
I had to kindly show her out after explaining that I was growing much too uncomfortable. The worst part? I wake up the next morning and expect the protection we had used, now lying on the floor, as I pick it up to trash it. Part of why our intimacy felt strange was that there was some texture I felt unfamiliar. Blood. Blood everywhere. It had just been overlooked the night prior due to my bedspread being all black. Man, the blood. So, a girl had a crush on me. One morning when I came home to my place, there was a bag hanging on my front door. I bring it inside and see what's in it. I find a new set of pencils. There was also a spoon that he used to feed babies along with a bottle of baby food. A tiny pink hair clip I'd imagine a nine-year-old girl might wear. A three-page letter telling me the letter was written by a Polish girl who just moved into town. She called herself Tatiana Dongchert. It, I think it's Polish, I'm not entirely sure. And she wanted to meet new people in town. So she asked if I wished to bake Doppler cookies with her down by an abandoned warehouse at the docks. Yes, that is what she wrote. Then, as the letter progressed, the text looked more and more as if someone wrote it while driving a bike. At the end of the letter, it was more like random words. Later that same week, someone tried to open my door in the middle of the night. Then, another week passes, and I get a visit at 5 in the morning from some staff from a home nearby where she apparently lived. They told me they found her sleeping in my bushes and that she had run away every night for the last two weeks and that she was very ill at the time. They gave me a number to call in case of an emergency. I did not sleep well that following month. Hold on, stop. That's my husband calling. The husband that she said she divorced from who was overseas in Iraq. She wanted me to wait in silence until after the phone call to get right back at it. Stood by the door the whole time, too, to make sure I didn't leave. Nope. Special Cambodian Spice. It didn't sound creepy at the time, but I'd asked my wife of 25 years what the unusual black seasoning on the meal she'd just given me was. Turned out, it was a pharmaceutical in the class of beta blockers. By pure luck, I ate only maybe one-tenth the amount present rather than all of it. An hour later, I nearly died. Weak and intermittent heartbeat. A few months before, she'd got me to take out life insurance. Beta blockers in more than tiny amounts stop the heart. Looks like a natural heart attack. She's Cambodian, by the way. Yeah, because I was really wondering about the veracity of your statement regarding her status as Cambodian when I'm more concerned about the fact she nearly killed you, dude! My first girlfriend, read only girlfriend, found me packing my stuff to get the heck out and pulled a sword on me. Like, a real katana. Said if I packed another freaking thing, she would cut off my head and keep it in a jar. I very carefully explained that I was just moving things, all was well. I hugged the psycho, then left in the dead of night and spent the rest of the night at the train station till I could get the heck out of Dodge. For the next six months, she sent me nightly messages on various websites accusing me of being a demon and attacking her while she slept in the dream world, and I should be careful because she was going to fight back with witchcraft. Then, she recruited other crazies, and they were saying the same crap. There was this army of her and a bunch of underage girls, one of which was apparently my then 23-year-old ex-girlfriend's new true love, waging internet war on me for being an evil dream demon and trying to take over the dream world. Since then, yeah, pretty much double rainbow gay. Dudes aren't freaking insane, and when they are, you can tell pretty easily. I found half a bag of toenail clippings in her closet, and when I confronted her about it, she said, yeah, I like to save them for later when I want a midnight snack. I got the heck out of there, needless to say. Over at the apartment of some girl I knew from wherever, and basically there to just have Wahoo, just going through the formalities of acting like we're not, she pulls out a photo album. First in ever page, a miscarried baby, dressed up in a bonnet on a silk pillow. I actually found it reassuring that the pictures weren't just thrown in with our other family photos. For the July at Uncle Ted's, Labor Day, Dead Baby, Dead Baby, Dead Baby, Thanksgiving, Dead Baby's first Halloween, Catwoman of course, Christmas after that crazy blizzard on Mount Hood, Dead Baby, ooh, ski trip. Ex-girlfriend of almost a year, who I thought had moved away, bombarded me at work one day and said, Look what I did for you. Will you take me back now? 
She had the Chinese characters for I love you and my initials tattooed on her arm. I would have to say when a girl I barely knew figured out my class schedule, she would leave me letters in sealed envelopes, giving them to my teachers to give to me. This one time, me and this girl who seemed interesting enough had a conversation. If you'd have to kill me, how would you do it? Uh, what? Do I really have to answer? Yes, I need to know. Well, I'd probably shoot you something quick and painless. Aw, why not just stab me into the stomach with a rusty knife? Abandon ship! Abandon all hope, ye who enter! I had a girl open with a necrophilia joke. That's how far she got all night. Just a quick heads up, exploitation of minors in this one. This will probably get buried, but I knew a girl in high school that was pretty sought after. She was small, blonde, busty, and had a killer smile. She loved gaming, anime, sweet tea, boiled peanuts, the whole shebang. I never bothered flirting with her or anything because she just always had so many guys practically tripping over one another to talk to her or sit next to her at lunch. We had computer and geometry class together and sat right next to each other through assigned seating, so we got to talking here and there and had a lot of laughs. We started enjoying it so much that we started writing each other notes back and forth in class, then entire letters throughout the whole day. Then she started inviting me over to stay the night. Her parents were okay with it, and they never came to check on us or anything. I got the impression that I was not the first boy she brought home, so of course we had Wahoo, and I lost my virginity that night. Things are going smoothly over the next couple weeks, and she starts stepping it up on the kinky meter. First she admits that she thinks threesomes are interesting, okay. Then she says she likes furries, alright. Then that she likes older and younger men. I don't even know what the heck that means, but this girl is letting me sleep with her on a regular basis, so I don't care. Then the letters she starts writing me in class get really graphic, asking questions like what would I do if my dad walked in on us doing it, and if he would join, or if I would come to her house after school and pee on her in her bathtub. At this point, I put a lot of space between us, and a couple days later, she confesses to me that she cheated on me in a threesome with two older men. She was really broken up about it, but I saw it as a get-out-of-jail-free card. A year later, she starts dating a friend of mine who was only 15. Keep in mind, she was about 20. I warned him that she was a bit loose in the head, but being 15 and with the busty blonde, he didn't care either. Past time forward again, I go to hang out with them at his house. Turns out she's pregnant and they're hiding it as best they can. Things come to a head when his parents find out. Cops get called. They find pictures of them banging together, which was exploitation of a minor. So they raid her house. They find that her parents are drug dealers and an immense amount of CP on her computer. Some that include herself when she was younger. Turns out, her mother used to make the videos of her sleeping with older men and would sell them. Needless to say, she's in jail now and there is an ongoing custody fight. TLDR, lost my virginity to a cheese pizza actress. Got stalked by a crazy. Followed our band around for a while, but I wasn't interested as I had my eye on someone else at the time. I was playing a gig at a pub, she walked in, took off her clothes in front of the stage, took a knife out of her handbag, declared her eternal love while touching herself, and threatened to kill any woman that went near me. I'd never spoken to her or anything else before. The police eventually took her away, but I was reminded of my grandfather's advice at the time. If you're gonna date a woman, date the one that irritates you the least and never, ever date crazy. Good advice, but what if you'd never spoken to her before or shown any interest? The woman had a history of mental issues stemming from a brutal childhood. She was committed to long-term care, and it turned out she had a thing for musicians as other fellows I knew had the same experience with her at various venues. Stunning looking woman, but not playing with the full deck at the time. I hope she's got herself sorted out since then. Not to me, but here's the deal. This happened not very long ago to a friend. He tried online dating and some cute girl messaged him to hang out one night. Verified her and she looked the real deal. Gets to her place and she's dressed up to go clubbing with another friend of hers who's on the computer. As he walks in, her friend yells, Oh my god, I got another one! We're at six! My friend raises an eyebrow but hangs out for a bit. They start chatting and drinking, all is good, 
And then by surprise, like four other guys show up minutes apart. She walks to where they are and says, we only need two more or something like that. At this point, my friend is freaked out and asks what the heck is going on. Turns out these girls were deciding to invite all the tall guys on the site and then making them compete for their attention in person. Game show type environment. TLDR, some girls on a dating website invite a whole bunch of guys to their place and play, I only want the best, the rest can leave. Now that's creepy.